All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a candle. Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? When the stars were right, they could plunge the world to pastures in the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today, we will be playing session 10 of A God's Dream from Cults of Cthulhu, written by Chris Lackey, Mike Mason and Friends, and published by Chaosium. Who are you playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Officer Aaron Max, and I've pledged as my good deed for the day not to cheat and look up any more intro puns. <laughs> Brayden. Hey, playing V. If A is for Aaron, B is for Bessica, then what is C for? Plastic explosives, obviously. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Noxicals. I am playing Josh Simmons, and I'm looking forward to getting bedbugs in a lovely motel. <laughs> Lydia. Hi, I'm playing Emily Strauss, and I utterly refuse to go to a baby shower for V's baby Cthulhu statue. <laughs> and I'm Fedra, who keep for the day. And I can't wait to see what this god dreams up next. <laughs> Hal, tell us what happened last time. Following the directions of Ethel, the second artist to approach them in the street, the investigators arrive at the storage unit she opened for them in a dream. At the instigation of Darius, his cockatoo, who's speaking to him in Persian, Josh bribes the overseer for access to Unit 72, rented by a construction company and, it turns out, containing three crates of plastic explosive. They load up Josh's car, perfectly safe, provided they don't crash. As it gets darker and the snow thickens, they enter a tunnel and Josh emerges no longer driving his car, but a horse and cart in ancient Persepolis, alone except for Darius. The bird warns him he's about to kill his friends, but the horses keep galloping straight for a cliff. Back in Chicago, Josh is frozen at the wheel and Aaron is trying and failing to take control. At the last moment, a truck comes out of nowhere colliding with the oncoming traffic, saving our heroes and anyone within radius of the explosives, though they don't stick around to check for any other casualties. Fearing the arrival of police and questions about a car full of bombs, Aaron commandeers the driving seat to make a quick getaway, while Josh realises his jaunts into the past have left him with a fear of crossing doorways and thresholds. Worse, since the crash, Darius seems to have lost the ability to speak. At least the idol of Cthulhu is still talking to V in the back seat. She swaddled it and insists that Emily be nice to her baby, while it whispers that they should attack the church's mansion next day. Ethel, understandably, opts to get out and hail a cab. Morgan Landry calls, offering $50,000 and threats for the return of the idol. Fearing for his family, Aaron calls his brother Frank, but stupidly doesn't stop him answering the doorbell, after which he stops answering calls. Frank's wife and kids are staying with her mother, but don't take Aaron's admonitions very seriously. 
Josh similarly warns his ex-wife Mitzi to stay safe, but there's little else to be done, and V warns their phones might be traced so everyone turns them off. After a fruitless search for somewhere selling burner phones, they hide in a motel to plan their approach to the mansion. Covert reconnaissance, or direct confrontation, possibly, involving suicide vests of plastic explosive. So, yeah, um, let's say you find uh, a motel that uh, fits your specifications for the night. So, cult proof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that more that's more of a hotel territory. <laughs> is that is that what the fifth star is for in five star hotels? <laughs> Have to check on TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've got a food hygiene safety rating up on that sticker, and they've got user reviews, and then they've got like level of cult proofing. Nice. Yeah, the reviews are like, I got viciously murdered by cult, would not stay again. Fun fact, both cultable and incultable mean the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad Hal likes it. I do like that. <laughs> like flammable and inflammable, yeah, for, for any listeners scratching their heads. <laughs> well, as we arrive, um, I think it was Aaron who's driving, so he's going to park poorly and then uh, get out of the car and, and go and sort of harangue the person behind the front desk a little bit, just to... Like, not only get us rooms, but I also want to have a chat with them and see if I can get them to come and tell us if any shady people start, like, you know, setting up surveillance in the in the parking lot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a safe place for Baby Thulu in the room. <laughs> what, do I, what would that be? Probably, like, a... If they have, like, a chest of drawers, I'll put, like, a few pillows in the drawer and, like set it down oh that's if nice. it's a nice hotel they might even have cots you can borrow <laughs> that's <laughs> i don't think it's a nice hotel is it it's probably not a nice hotel it's a motel it's a dingy motel that uh you could find in short notice that always has open availability i'll sing my little baby to sleep and then and then smother it with a pillow. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he's doing, right? Dark. Putting it under pillows? No, I'm putting putting it on top of pillows. Oh, the pillows sorry. of the bed. I thought it was to hide it. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm no, giving no. it a bed to sleep in. Okay. And then I'll go check on Aaron. How old does Aaron do with convincing the guy behind the counter to tell us if anybody asks after us? And also, are you giving your real name, Aaron? Mm, good question. No, I think I probably learned my lesson from when we gave our real names to that person at the uh, welcome center for the church. I've told him... <laughs> my name is Baron. No. Uh, my <laughs> name is Bernie. That's what I've told him. Bessica. <laughs> Should I roll uh, an intimidate for the, I don't know, like spotty teen or whoever is working the desk? Um, they reassure you that, that they're on it. Do I believe them? You believe that they mean it. I do. I believe that they mean it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. No dice required. Uh, v, much like Brayton, is quite hungry. So she might ask <laughs> if there's anywhere nearby to the spotty teen who uh, assists so so well. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, there anywhere around here to get a bite to eat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's this uh, burger joint just down the road. Great for families. Uh, nice. And, and uh, groups of single adults who 
uh, whatever. It's it's great for everyone. We could be two couples, as far as he knows. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe you give off. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> How many rooms did we get? Actually, that's a valuable question. I think we discussed not being in rooms on our own, so that there'd always be like um backup. We can watch each other. A good old gender divide. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We already talked about this, didn't we? Unbunking with Josh. So two yeah. twin rooms. Yeah. So there's a problem here, right? Because are we going to take our stuff into the rooms? I mean, are you leaving them in the car? Well, there's, well, okay. There's two questions here. Do we have, do we even have any stuff? Yeah, we threw some stuff in bags, didn't we? Well, you have a lot mm. of dynamite. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so question one: Do we have personal stuff? I think we have some. I've got a load of so dirty laundry. So many socks. Crest is socks for Aaron. Yep. All the socks. And of course there's a bird. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Darius. Oh yeah, you have your bird. Oh gosh. But, <laughs> yeah, I can't take Darius to a burger restaurant. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have, okay. So I'm going to have to go into the motel room. And this hasn't come up yet, but Josh is scared of going through doorways now. Indeed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, you're not like in a bout right now this is kind of an underlying thing uh, but i'd say that how it manifests when you're not um in a high stress situation is it takes you a while like you test it you know you like put one yeah. foot in then the other foot then you like you know go back and forth a bit just you know it's just like it's time consuming and annoying for everyone else um, but of course if you're ever in a situation where you're in a high stress or like high pressure place and you have to go through a doorway then then that that few seconds might be a problem yeah i think what josh will do is he'll sort of he'll carry darius towards the motel room stop and suddenly realize if he goes through there he might end up in persepolis try talking to darius to see if he replies which he won't and then we'll just stand outside the room like hopping from foot to foot like he needs a wee for a while until he sees aaron <laughs> And then he'll say, um, this is going to sound insane, but could you like, um, hold on to like my belt or something in case when I step through this door, I go someplace else. <laughs> you have got to be shitting me. Where are you going to go, Josh? Where did I go when I was driving the car, Aaron? I don't know. You just froze up. I went to Persepolis. Where the fuck's Persepolis, Josh? <laughs> it's in, it's an ancient. Just hold on to my belt, okay? You want you want me to hold your pants up while no, you just... walk your bird through this door? Well, the other option is you can hold my goddamn hand. I don't care. All right, bud. This is not even making the top ten of weirdest things that have happened today. I guess. <laughs> And he's just gonna plant a meaty fist like on either hip and <laughs> grip the belt the and just just give it like a hoist, you know, like this, buddy. Just kinda uh, hold it up. Not quite so firm. No, come on, let's get you in there. We should have brought bungee cords or something, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, like a rope. <laughs> yeah, and then he can like walk through the doorway and go boing all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you end up in Persepolis, but like over the cliff that the horses were gonna pull you over, and you're just like, ah, oh, no, like all the way down, and then boom, all the way back up, back through the door. You knock me over. You've invented ancient Persian bungee jumping. Nice. <laughs> okay, so and then then we'll follow an awkward back and forth, like one foot over the threshold, then back. And then, <laughs> like, pushing the bird through the threshold and back until eventually I step into the room and presumably do not end up in, in ancient Persepolis. What are we doing here, the hokey pokey? You gonna shake it all about? It's like trying to put the cat out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then once I'm in the room, I'll be like, thank you. I'll set Darius up and, you know, shove my bag in the, in the closet and what have you. Yeah, any time there, bud. You want me to tuck you in as well? You want me to kiss your bird goodnight? I haven't gone to Persepolis when I've gone to bed. I've gone to Persepolis when I've gone through thresholds and things. It happened when I went through the tunnel. It happened when I went into your goddamn terrible bathroom. Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. Now my crap is the problem. Let's just go get a bite to eat. The, uh... Nerdy teen dude that's uh, at the front counter said there's a burger restaurant not too far from here. Please tell me you're not bringing the statue. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's hungry. <laughs> Do you think he'd like it? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, I am not going to bring the statue. And I'll nod slowly. And then quickly rush back to the room and load a backpack <laughs> with the statue into it. <laughs> yes. I am not not going to. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thulu has to learn independence someday. I don't hold with attachment parenting. Yeah, you're smothering it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know that there's some bad guys out there who really want to get their hands on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't want to leave it in a hotel room. Motel, really, even worse. That is a fair point, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the average motel room you could break into by breathing very hard on the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so statuette in V's bag and bird in the room, and you're off to the burger place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The burger place uh, looks a bit like a castle. <laughs> it's white hey. exterior. <laughs> the extended stars are right universe. Hey. <laughs> There's a guy in there who really hates his wife, and he's got a job for us. Oh, I, I'm sure he's he's very dead by now. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's a chain, so someone someone who hates his wife might be in there. <laughs> Um, Is that one of the requirements of the chain? (laughs) (laughs) It's the way they promote their managers. Yeah. Tell me about your marriage. (laughs) You're hired. It's, uh, you know, it's early evening. Let's say it's around 7.30pm. And a lot of people are there for dinner. Some are finishing up. Some are just starting. So you're, you're okay. It's actually a bit busier than you expected. And on your way into the restaurant, you're approached by a young boy. Oh no. No more than 11 years old. He looks at you with awe, followed by terror, and then hands you a copy 
of what looks like a handmade comic book. Handmade by a child. Oh, how cute. Does it show us all dying? <laughs> <laughs> I have a little picture for you, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Hand-drawn child's comic book handout. Not quite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the title outside reads Evil Rises by Ethan Washington. And before you have time to look back to him, he runs off. Has this kid, like, authored a mythos comic book? Are we going to go insane by reading this? Best mythos <laughs> tome ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Shall we get some burgers and put it down and read it? What could go wrong? <laughs> Definitely. Our hands greasy with sliders. We're going <laughs> to open, open the pages. Yeah, you get a sack full and you start cramming them in your mouth mm -hmm. as you open the page. I want to go for maximum spit take. There's at least four sliders in my mouth as we open it. <laughs> oh, so attractive. Yeah, you love it. Bees into it, yeah. <laughs> um, I wish and... he'd cram me into his mouth like that. <laughs> oh, Sorry, continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Opening it, you discover that not only do you appear to be the characters depicted, but that they have the same names as you. Jeez. Wow. And what the... are they doing? Winning? <clears throat> the comic tells the story of exactly what has happened to you so far in the last few days. But it also goes further. In the last pages, it shows you attacking what looks to be the Church of Perfect Science mansion and finding an elevator which takes you down to a secret laboratory where you discover an evil plan to mutate humanity and take over the world. The final panels show you working on a plan to destroy the laboratory and mansion with explosives. This has got to be what we got to do, right? Holy shit. Jesus. It's all... I mean, you know, it's drawn by a kid, but it's... I mean, the fat guy on a Segway is blatantly you. Does my hair really look like that? <laughs> I, I mean, a, you know, yeah. sort of, yeah. <laughs> Does everyone in this goddamn town know who we are? Aaron's eyes are like darting around the other booths and tables. Only the people who do artwork seem to know who we are. Yeah. What, just like the creative types? We got a big sign on our forehead that's like, can't tell us about your weird dreams? This is freaking me out. Graphic artist, and then a sculptor, and then a comic book kid? Oh, man. Everything else that an artist has given us so far has been, I mean, true, right? And the explosives. We've, we've got them. H how would this kid have known we, we've got explosives? Ethel knew the combination to that storage unit. Unless yeah. she rented it, posing as a construction company, this is just too weird. Yeah. Okay, so if that bit's true, then the rest of it has to be true as well. A plan to mutate humanity? Is that what this Project New Haven is all about? Jeez. A secret lab. Yeah. In the mansion. 
we, we know that they were buying scientific equipment, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be real. Oh, my God. Keeper? It's me, the Keeper. It's me, <laughs> uh, Keeper. Yes. Does the comic book give us, like, does it show, like, how we get in? Like, oh... The, le- the cult guards all go to sleep at 11.30 and our <laughs> heroes sneak in. Or is it a bit sketchier than that? <laughs> it shows you um, already knowing all the security combinations to disarm any alarms. Ooh. Does it show what they are? Like, does the character have a speech bubble that's like, the combination is... They, see you, they show you reading them from a little piece of paper. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And then it shows you just doing like a little spy thing where you walk through to the elevator and it doesn't show you having to have any confrontations until that point. Is Aaron on his Segway? (laughs) (laughs) Important tactical note. (laughs) Yeah. Roll me luck. (laughs) Hell yeah, I will. (laughs) Come on, Segway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on. Yes, fan roll dice. That is a 21. My luck is 56. That's a hard luck success, because that's a thing. Not only is Aaron on Segway, everyone is on Segways. All right, we got some shopping to do. (laughs) Segway cavalry charge. And the comic doesn't, like, show Batman coming in to help us or anything. (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> but of course it stops. Um, basically, it stops with you finding the laboratory and basically speech bubble being like, okay, let's plan to destroy this place with the explosives. And then it doesn't show what happens after that. So it's just you entering the lab, talking about the explosives, and then nothing after that. Can't imagine it would go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh... A far-fetched idea, but actually probably more plausible than the actual idea of what's happening. But is it likely that the Church of Perfect Science is just setting us up, sending us people to tell us prophetic visions? You mean like everybody that we've spoken to is working with them? Shit, I knew there was something weird about Ethel. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I know everything's been crazy, but that... That's like some Truman Show level stuff. I mean, there's no way that this comic book covers stuff that the church couldn't have seen, right? Unless unless one of you is with the church, and I will look around suspiciously at my colleagues. <laughs> oh, that taps no. right into Aaron's paranoia of people not being who they say they are. So he's matching you paranoid look for paranoid look. Also, don't forget that this comic includes basically everything that has happened in the last few days. Things that you wouldn't expect anyone besides you to know. Mm. Look, there's that shit you took, Aaron. Right there, on page three. I was so proud of that one. (laughs) I'm glad somebody saw it. (laughs) Everyone saw it. He uploaded it to Instagram. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hashtag healthy bowel movement. It's not going to catch on, Aaron. It's not going to catch on. Hashtag no filter. My doctor says they're important, all right? Quit body shaming me. I'm being gaslit. (laughs) Okay, enough body humor. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's probably our quota for the episode. <laughs> so, what now? We were going to the mansion anyway, but now we know what we're looking for. Something else. If the comic stops when we're making the plan and it focuses on us, maybe we don't get out of there. You're saying this is it? Yeah. Maybe we blow it up, but we're still in there. Ooh. Aaron actually grabs it suddenly and starts flicking through the end. Does it show uh, Frank in there at all, his brother? No, there's no appearance no, or mention. No rescuing of kidnappers, kidnappees. Okay. God damn it. Shit. I, I gotta find out what they've done with my brother. Yeah. Look, we gotta stay positive here, all right? That kid doesn't know everything. Ah. Uh, no, just our names, everything we've done for the last three days, and the fact that we have a big car full of explosives that we plan to take to a mansion run by an incredibly influential and rich cult. Yeah, other than that, he doesn't know everything. Right, exactly. Look, I know it's weird, but maybe he can't tell the future, right? All he knows is that's what we're planning on, so he doesn't know that we're gonna do it and be fine and find Frank and take down these sons of bitches. You know, I think it ends early on purpose. Think about it, right? This, this stuff in movies and this stuff in books, you know, it's always, hey, the future isn't written yet. That's what I'm talking about. We're going full Terminator. I guess so. So I guess, uh, are we going now or are we going tomorrow? We're gonna do it. It should be at night, not when people are there. Is it nighttime in the comic book? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Are there stars in the hastily drawn sky? You'd know from the lighting, right? Presumably. I think you might be over. Uh, uh, you might have too high expectations for what is a child's comic book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's this guy is about ages with one of my children who draws a lot of comic books, and I would struggle to tell the time of day in the average panel. Yeah. <laughs> you actually, it doesn't point. look like anything you've just interpreted. That it knows exactly. Like it's just a load done. of ink blot patterns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what am I on about the lighting? Why does this panel look like my parents getting a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'm really not keen on dying tonight. I don't think any of us are keen on dying. Not till I find Frank. And find out what happened to Carl and stopping them from doing it to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, whatever we're going to do, I am exhausted. And we need to check that we understand how to use the, you know, stuff in the car. I'll say looking around in case anybody <laughs> from the burger restaurant's overhearing. <laughs> I think we should go back to the motel, check we understand how the stuff works, and get some sleep. A nap does sound good. And then what? We could either take a day, plan fully, and go tomorrow night. Or if we don't think we have time for that, we could... I don't know, go, you know, really early morning, like three or four or something. I don't think I want to give these guys another day to decide what to do about us. Yeah. The threats have been coming pretty thick and fast. Yeah. They might find us. I mean, who's mm -hmm. to say that they haven't followed us here anyway? Yeah. 
Shit, I hope not. I didn't see anyone following us on the road, but... Yeah, we can't afford to stay here more than one night. I think we gotta move fast. Early morning. Sounds... Yeah, we gotta catch them when they're not expecting it. Yeah. Oh, man. Are we seriously gonna do this? We're gonna break into this place, which probably has security like Fort Knox, and then blow it up? I mean, if we don't, they're gonna turn people mutated or something. Yeah. It's what the comic said we would do, and I know how insane it even sounds to say that. It's time to put on our big boy pants. Yeah. Everybody's got a jacket of some sort, yeah? Because I still think the, um... And again, I'll look around the burger place. I still think the vest idea isn't a bad idea, right? That way, if they catch us, they can't easily make us do anything or take us. And if we get to where we need to go, we can just take the damn jackets off. Leave those to do the work. It also means if we are all wearing one, if one of us gets caught, the rest can still do the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no way we're taking this stuff in without all of us carrying some. The uh -huh. damn car is, you know, we've got some hidden under the seats. All right. Let's head home. Get a few hours sleep at least. And, uh, do this thing. Set our alarms for what, 3 a.m.? We get in the car? We should make ourselves our vests first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get in the car with our vests on. Drive to the mansion and then. I guess we work it out from there. I'm gonna pick up some energy drinks. Anyone else? Yeah, I'll have one. Definitely. Would it be a good idea to uh, make a vest for um, the baby? <laughs> baby. Uh, yes. <laughs> don't you even think about it. You don't want them to take it, do you? Yeah, yeah. keep it safe. They're not going to try anything. They see it's wearing one. <laughs> or if they see me holding it while wearing one. But they could take him off you. Or I'm wearing... We're literally wearing explosive vests. They're not going to come near me. Or, hear me out, we load the statue into a drain pipe with explosives at the bottom and we use it as a rudimentary mortar. <laughs> <laughs> Whee! Baby gonna fly! <laughs> None of you are touching the baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to make terrible godparents. <laughs> There's a reason I never had children. <laughs> In all seriousness, if uh, tomorrow's our last day, I'm uh, glad I spent the last few days with you. All of you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Kick him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. <laughs> She'll punch him, punch him in the arm softly. <laughs> you know, I'd rather we were just playing poker still. Yeah. It seems like no time at all has passed since we last did it, but everything's changed. Carl is dead. God, I'm gonna miss those games. I hope I get the chance to miss those games. 
I don't want to eat any more of this. Let's go get some sleep. Make some vests. So we make our suicide vests, which I think is the first time I've done that in Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Delightful. Does anyone have arts and crafts suicide vests? <laughs> right. I don't think Aaron is going to be super <laughs> good at this, to be honest. As long as you're not too bad at it, that's the main thing. I guess you, you just don't want to use fumble. more tape, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be fine. It doesn't yeah. have to look good. No, it absolutely doesn't. It, ha it just has to. It just has to hold the bricks inside our jackets, with the detonators inside the bricks, ready to go. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you are uh, split into your respective bedrooms and go for a nap. So we have Emily and V and the baby on one side, and Aaron and Josh and the bird on the other side. Oh god, I'm starting to regret choosing this room as the bird presumably is continuously making noises. <laughs> Does Darius get a, a little explosive vest as well? <laughs> a really little one. <laughs> Darius is too precious for that. I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely sleeping with my gun under my pillow. I don't have a gun. None of us have guns yet. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> well, Emily owns one, but it's back in her house, locked in a safe, because she's a responsible gun owner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in that case, before we like went our separate ways, Aaron would have given you his can of pepper spray, and uh, just like taken you aside for a second and said, "Do not let V get her mitts on this." All right. Understood. Yeah. This is for just in case they did follow us, alright? I got it. Thank you. Yeah, no sweat. Okay. So I'll say kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're big rooms. They have a little wall in between the beds um, and a little, uh, little small bathroom each. And you go to sleep. V, please roll me listen. Okay, I shall with my lovely penguin Fenril dice that I'll get from my car's center console. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Roll those beautiful bird bones. Uh, I failed. <laughs> okay, it is night time and you are woken up. You open your eyes in the middle of the night and see three figures wearing black ski masks hovering over you. One is holding a knife. The clock face shows 2.45 a.m. and you can feel your heartbeat going so fast. Uh -huh. That's exactly right. They grab a hold of you and start asking questions. What do you know about Carl Day? What? What do you know? What the fuck are you get? Get the fuck out of my room. One rushes off to search through the space, opening up wardrobes and drawers. Where do you keep the information related to Carl? I don't fucking know who you're talking about. Shut up. Where's the idol then? What? Who the fuck are you? I'm gonna get the manager. She's not helpful. I'm running out of patience. Do what you need to do with a clean movement. The man with a knife slits your throat. You feel cold as the blood starts pouring out of your neck. Your vision starts going blurry as you see them leave the room and then everything goes black.
V, you open your eyes and jump out of your bed. You're covered in sweat and hyperventilating, but you realize it was all a dream. Then you see the clock face. It's 2.30 a.m. What do you do? Emily. Emily! Wake up, motherfucker! Oh. Let's go! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> we gotta get the fuck out of here! Well, we're, we're, we're going to. Right well, now, we gotta go. I just had a fucking dream. People are about to be here in 15 minutes. Wait, wait, well, what, what dream? They're gonna kill me. They're coming for the idol. We gotta get out of here. Emily, goddammit, let's go. Who, who is they? Slow down, who is they? Three motherfuckers in ski masks. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, we gotta get the guys then. Yeah, yeah. Pack your bags. We got a fucking 14 minutes now. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll do this. We'll get the guys and we'll go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'll pack the baby into the bag. <laughs> grab whatever belongings. <laughs> grab a designer vest and rush over to the other room. Okay. Uh, Aaron and Josh and Darius, I'm assuming, are all fast asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in my room putting on a ski mask. <laughs> this is really oh going to freak God. me out, man. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. Epic <laughs> prank for YouTube. The third guy was Darius. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little ski mask on. <laughs> tiny, tiny oh. ski mask, dude. He's gripping a little knife in his claws. What a twist. <laughs> Do you guys give the uh, secret knock that we rearranged or oh, whatever? Oh, you did, did you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, gosh. That and then some. Yeah. Very loud, very loud. You probably see the curtains so, like, of the window next to the door, like, twitch aside and Aaron's gun pointed. And then he's like, Ah, oh, what the fuck? Did I... All right, what? What is it? I just had a dream at 2.45. People were going to come kill me, take all our shit. They're coming looking for information on Carl Day. We gotta go. Oh shit! We do it, right? Yeah, right. Dreams come true now, so yep. I have to come on board, right? Bundle my shit into my bag, grab my vest, grab mm. my bird, head to the car. Although, should we deliberately, like, drive our car to like just outside the motel parking lot or something and wait and see what happens to our rooms? Ooh, smart. Two forty-five. Yeah, sure. Let's look. Do up. you walk out of the motel? Yeah. Get in the get, no, get in our car, drive out of the motel, park just outside, and I mean, sit there in the dark in the car to see if anybody goes to our rooms. Yeah, definitely. I kind of assumed that the car would be outside the motel, not inside the motel. Well, you know how they're, they're yeah, the usually like a yeah, the U front. shape around there. Yeah. 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 Uh, as soon as you open the door, you see a suspicious-looking van parked across the street. Oh shit! I'm thinking maybe we don't stop here. Yeah. That's gotta be them. So where are we gonna go? Where can we go? I think the important word right now is from. We just gotta get away from here. Okay. Yeah. But the car's out front. Fuck. Let's go out the back way somewhere. Catch a taxi. We need what's in that car, damn it. Fuck. Do we? What did we bring oh, yeah, all the we C4? Made the vests. We made it into vests. <laughs> is that all of the C4? Is there not like extra for the building? Mm. <laughs> we were told there was three crates. I guess I imagine that would be more than like four vests worth. Good point. I mean, we 
we would have probably brought it all in just so we could because we didn't know how many we were going to need to make our coats right and we probably needed a crate and a half just for aaron's vest <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> i love that <laughs> uh, fair enough fair enough it's just mean i'm sorry no, no, I'll allow it. I just, I remember us being really circumspect trying to smuggle the crates of C4 out of the storage unit into the car. But no one cares in a motel. No one cares. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We could have dragged a body and a carpet through and no one would have looked. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's what we did. We wrapped the C4 in a carpet and when they were like, what are you doing there? We were like, it's okay. It's just a just body. Just a body. It's probably that kind of motel, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, what do we do? Well, let's, 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 um, I mean, let's hug the edge of the building and head round to the back and see if we can... Does anybody know how to hotwire a car or anything? Oddly enough, it didn't come up at the academy training. Is that electrical uh, repair? Yeah. I might know how to hotwire a car. <laughs> I know wires <laughs> and I know cars, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a car, like an employee's car or something around the back. We take it, right? They'll have to forgive us when we save the world. <laughs> they will definitely find out about that. That's how it works. <laughs> All right, let's go find a new car. Come on. Group luck. Oh, <laughs> oh no! It's st is no. it still me at forty-four? I think it might be. Yep. Oh, it's always me. Yeah, I'm at fifty. <laughs> That is 40 on the money. Woo! Yes. Nice. Oh, yes. Booyakashan. <laughs> okay, yeah, you find a good old truck and buck. Two old ladies in it? No. Just, <laughs> it just smells weirdly of pee. Left there. <laughs> uh, but it seems to have some, some good stuff in it. Like what? Uh, like uh, snacks and, and alcohol. <laughs> Better than drugs, then. Wonderful. Ooh, <laughs> eyeing up that booze, then. Is that <laughs> handy housebreaking equipment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that too, of course. Aaron? No. I know. I know. God. You know what, Emily? I haven't said this enough, but I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm... Well, I'm just glad to be able to be there for you, Aaron. I, I know how tough it is. I've been there myself. Guys, this is beautiful, but there are some men trying to kill us. Can you please get in the fucking truck? Yep. Sorry, but we'll save it. Yeah. Fee will whisper to Josh, I'm so glad you're there. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, feel pretty certain that the uh, idol saved you again. Huh. Yeah. I told you. This little baby's keeping us safe. With this on our side, this plan will go off without a hitch. You really think so? You really think it's protecting us? Yeah. It protected Carl. I know it. Well, not for very long. Well, he gave it to us. Guys, we have to leave the fucking motel. Will okay, we please we'll stop go. the heart-to-heart we'll heart conversations <laughs> and drive? We'll Aaron, go. break yeah. into this car. <laughs> you got uh, it. <laughs> and he just uh, pistol whips the window. Does it look like it has an alarm? I try the no. door. Yeah, I avert my eyes, you know, hiding behind my sleeve and okay, go for it. Go for it. Maybe roll me just in case of fumble. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta keep the door open for those. Bleed fumble. out on the drive to the house. 
Nope, that's a 27. We are good. Okay. You get in the car, no problems. And I guess I'll hotwire it. You take the wires, you put them in a boiling pan. <laughs> Delicious spaghetti. <laughs> and they're real toasty, and then you put them back in. <laughs> Do I want to know where you learned this, V? It's all old movies and stuff, Em. That's it. I've been watching the wrong kind of movie. <laughs> Do you want to roll for Hotwire? I think that's... Fedra. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. I got a regular success. Way! Oh, ah. you hotwired a car! V is so cool. Mm-hmm. She really is. All her skills have just come in such handy. Hey? Oh, yeah. And you didn't die. Yeah, this is a redemptive arc. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I killed you in your dreams, so maybe it counts. <laughs> that totally counts. <laughs> and yeah, you're in the truck. Where do you go? What's what's the haps? Do we go to the mansion now? Gotta be right, because by the time we've done all of this, we've hotwired the car. As we drive through, it'd be interesting to see if we can see anybody approaching the motel or anything as we sort of drive out. Um, yeah. Good but question. It's, it's it's almost the time we were going to get up and leave anyway, right? What the hell else are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Guys, I just had a thought. V just saw what was going to happen right now in her dreams. Everybody else that we've spoken to, not the kid, we don't know how he found out whatever he found out. But the others, they mentioned dreams, right? So this happens. They get the information. The perfect scientists, they get they they find out what we're doing overnight. You think they dream us too? Yeah, I do. Which means if if we're now kind of up to the uh, up to the latest thing that was going to happen, which was V dreaming about the the guys with the ski masks, whatever happens, we're going to be safe until tomorrow night, or I hope so. I mean, I don't know if that's how it works, but thinking about it, t- I mean, tell me, uh, do, do, do you think mm. I could be under something here, or am I just going mad? Little. Column A, little column B, but that does make a weird kind of sense. Fair. Yeah. I mean, dreams. Societies all over the world have always used. Shamans have always used dreams. Right up to today. I think that's what we're dealing with here some kind of modern day marriage of science and shamanism. Mm. Should one of us try and sleep in the car in case we get. More information? It's a nice thought, but I sincerely doubt anybody's going to get deep enough into REM sleep to be able to start dreaming. Unless you've got some sleeping pills somewhere? (laughs) Aaron uh, lowers his can of uh, monster energy and belches. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was full of adrenaline anyway. I'm sorry, but I'm not catching any Zs right now. Yeah. I don't think I can lay down. Okay. Well, then let's go. Presumably V's driving, right? She hotwired the car. Yeah, I suppose so. I think that means she's earned it. <laughs> Where's the the baby? Did you get a car seat? On my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Could babies sleep? That's what they do, right? <laughs> do babies dream of baby sheep? 
Okay. And here you are on your way to the Church of Perfect Science Mansion, 2970 North Lakeshore Drive in Lakeview. As you drive in front of it, you see that it is surrounded by grounds with high stone walls and numerous security cameras dotted about. You're excited for what is to come. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much everyone, Brayden, Noxicles, Lydia Howell, and of course our amazing co-editor Jason, you've all been the best. And a big massive thank you to our listeners, you're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right, where you get access to episodes a week early. What's that? Our cult has inducted a new member. Welcome, Matthew Holland, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favor. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder and avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at stazaride.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to stazaride.com forward slash reviews where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Amar Chen said, High quality scenarios, great keepers and amazing cast members. I listened to Heartless and Loveland and Good Vibes Only and I really enjoyed the actual plays. Great chemistry among the cast mixed with awesome stories. Thank you for the experiences. Thank you for your review, Amachan.